Welcome to season two of the Fearless Lady Podcast. I am your host, Charlene Light, and this season, I'm taking you on the greatest adventure of my life. I'm moving to Paris. I am a fearless coach and a soul guide here to inspire you as I navigate all things spiritual in the greatest city in the world, Perry. After spending a year tackling my fears at 40, I learned that everything that we truly desire and who we came to be is on the other side of our fear. Life gets to be as fun and miraculous as you dream it to be. So what are you waiting for? Let's begin. Welcome, welcome back to the Fearless Lady Podcast. All right, as promised, this is part two of that wonderful conversation. We dive in deep, we go straight away, so make sure if you haven't listened to part one, stop this right now and go listen to part one of this conversation. Again, this is with my dear friend, Lauren Ivey of Open to Alchemy. Definitely check her out, give her a follow. And also, if you're not on my email list, what are you waiting for? Sign up and follow me on Instagram if you can. Take care, everyone. Bye. Au revoir. Oh, I was writing earlier in doing my pages and something came to me and it was very clear, which I'm not always clear. And I've been doing a lot of, you know, deep diving about what the lack of clarity is about. And it's definitely for me, self-worth, believing in my, you know, ability, possibility, opportunity, et cetera. But today I got crystal clear on something. It was like, Mm -hmm. this is what I want. This Mm -hmm. is who I am. This is what I do. And I wrote down like, how does this Lauren show up? What does this Lauren feel? What are the, what is the difference between this Lauren, that Lauren and this Lauren? (laughs) And so going from this place that felt like, amazing and like yeah why am I making it so hard like this this is it this is easy what do I have to do and even thinking about the work was lighting me up even thinking about the like behind the scenes oh I would have to do this oh I would get to do this like it felt super exciting so how do I take this clarity and this Mm -hmm. understanding and apply it to the law of attraction, Abraham Hicks, Joe Dispenza, all of those philosophies in order to bring it to life. Well, you already are bringing it to life. So you've got Mm -hmm. to start changing that story. Anytime, anytime that you are feeling the feelings, right, of being in that space of clarity and what you want to do, that's bringing it to life. Okay. So it's not something outside it's something in you that you are now turning up and allowing to be seen so we got to get clear on that it is not outside of you it's already in you so for whatever reason in that moment when you journaled and you were so clear and you had this like exact like this is who I am this is what I have to offer this is what I want that just needs more airtime Right. Yeah. So whether it's journaling out from that perspective, what would that look like on a day-to-day basis? How would I be talking to myself? How would I be talking to my children, to my husband? What would that, how would I be dressed? Whatever. Mm -hmm. Or it's talking to yourself in the mirror. By the way, my, my mirror talks are 10 minutes. Sometimes they're 20. If I'm just really in the flow, I had to 20 minute. I didn't even realize it was just like, I was just like so in it. But I also record them. I do an audio recording because I like to listen sometimes when I'm like 
in a weird funk and then it gets me jazzed up. Like I'm my own Abraham Hicks, really. I mean, right. and it's so personal and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I get <sighs> right there, you know? Um, because I don't, it becomes, I become a channel. I really just let it. Yeah, flow. absolutely. Yeah. And so I would say the same thing, like meeting that person, that part of you, giving her more airtime every day, you know, you can start with 10 minutes a day. Like, okay, aside from my meditation and my morning pages, now I'm going to journal from that future self. It doesn't have to be all day, every day. That's like mm-hmm. very, very, you know, because we're still human. And, and this is the other thing I want to say. When things started to look worse externally, I accepted it. We cannot change what we are in resistance of. So if you are in resistance to your reality, it will not change. Mm. So when you are like, I'm not doing this exercise to like bypass and say, only when I get to her, to this version of me, I'm happy. No, I'm happy now, majority of my life. And when things show up that are scary and whatever, I say, thank you. I accept that this is my, you know, this is in my bank account. This money is in my bank account and I'm willing to see it differently. And I know that there's a future self, that there's another, you know, timeline for me where it's going to be, you know, a lot more. And I'm totally, right. there's a lot that. of you zeros ex- on the end. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you have to accept your current reality because when you're in resistance of it, you won't change. Mm. It's like, you have to hold, you said this at the beginning, holding both things. That is not something that's talked about. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I think we even probably have to move through the resistance of feeling yeah. that that's the way that it is or is supposed to be. I'll give you two examples of how I did this in real life. Cause I think it's helpful. Um, mm-hmm. Well, first here's an example of like, everything is a mirror. I had a conversation with my father recently and he said some things that were really triggering. It was around friendships and you know this, but I had let go of some old, old friendships. And so he was talking about this and I started to get really triggered. First of all, he's never brought it up before. And I was just like, why is this happening? You know? And I'm I'm like, got off the phone. And because I know that I don't feel things right away, it takes me a few days or not a few days anymore, but maybe like when I'm alone, I can feel right. it because I feel safe. I look myself in the mirror and I started to go into my dad in the mirror. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, I feel this way. Mm. I feel this way. And the universe is like, here you go. You have this shame around not having these friends anymore and these friendships and what that means and what it looks like. And here it is. And instead of blaming him, I had to accept that. And then I started to have this beautiful moment of like, crying of like it's okay there's nothing to be ashamed of like you've grown out of those relationships like that's a beautiful thing like I really was talking to myself as if like a loving parent like Mm -hmm. but I held that belief I was holding so you see how the universe is like showing me and if I'm calling in a partner I'm going to be constantly being showed all the ways in which I'm holding shame or resistance so it's like that's one example of how everything really is a mirror if you feel it you have it if you right. feel it, you have it, right? Because a lot of people in this, in, you know, industry talk about, it was not mine. <laughs> I, you know, that was all them. And I'm like, okay, but you're talking like you're real triggered. You know what right. I mean? Right, you wouldn't so be like, triggered by something uh-huh. if there wasn't something there for you, right? Otherwise, exactly. I mean, think about all the things in your day that don't bother you, right. that have no exactly. effect on you. 
And that, by the way, really triggers other people when they're mm. all riled up about something and you're like, I don't feel that way. Like I'm right. not upset by that. And then all of a sudden, that's very easy to get it twisted because they want you to feel all uh-huh. the things. And then you start yep. feeling like, well, why aren't I feeling it? It's because that isn't my thing. I've got plenty of other things, but it's exactly. that's not it, right? Exactly, exactly. Oh, totally. I get it. Uh, but the other example I wanted to give was I went to a, you know, I don't know if your listeners know, but I live in Paris now and um, I'm, you know, making new friends and, you know, it's like dating. It's like, you know, so I get invited to this Christmas dinner, but I didn't know anybody and it was fine. I'm totally, you know, fearless about that. Like I'll go. And, and then I remember like maybe 15, 20 minutes in, I'm totally doing that thing where my judgment is like going, oh, these aren't my people. I'm trying to like make my exit plan. Like, okay, I'll just eat really fast and then I'll leave. And then I'm thinking about, oh, what if I, I should have just stayed at home? You know, all the things we do to like check out. And what does that do energetically? It's pushing me further away from those people. Right. I'm saying I'm different. I'm above you. That's what I'm really saying. And I'm not interested in getting to know you because I've already decided this is, you're not my people. So I had that. I walked to the bathroom and I'm like, wait, I know this is here for me. There's a reason I was invited out of the blue. And so I pause and I'm like, I have to just accept. Like everybody has something to offer. Everybody has something to offer me. So I walked back in that room And I started to really listen to what they were saying. And then we moved to go and eat. And then all of a sudden, this big opening happens where I start to share about what I do. And then we're laughing. And then I ended up having the best time. Mm. We're playing games. And and all of that happened because I had to first recognize where I was holding judgment, which really they can feel, right? They feel that I'm like, nope, you're not my people, right? And then checking in and going, wait, like, what if I just accept everybody? for who they are, because truly everybody has something to offer. And there's a reason I was invited here. I believe that, you know, and maybe the reason is just for this lesson, which is a beautiful lesson. And then everything shifted. So that's what I'm talking about. The kind of work that, you know, I I do, I'm committed to, because I know that it feels so much better. I don't want to be walking around having judgment around people that they're not my people. Actually, everybody has something to offer me. And if I come from that perspective, then I'm always going to get the best of people. I also think it's really interesting and really, if if you're able to have a little bit of that bird's eye view perspective and be the watcher and see yourself, that not holding attachment to any of the feelings that are not what you want them to be that are not what you would choose to be spending your time ruminating in or marinating in. how quickly they just like move through you. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they just leave and without latching onto them, without focusing on them, without giving them that fuel they do sort of dissipate, even the really hard ones, the really serious ones. Yeah. They can move through too. Yeah. And so I think, you know, we can spend a lot of time, I can spend a lot of time thinking about all the things that I want and then 
knowing that whenever it's not what I want, that that can just sort of be an easy place to notice, witness, play with, but then also just allow to leave me without getting hooked into it. It's not as like, you know, fun and electric and as sort of glamorous as the law of attraction and bringing all that stuff to you is. But I think even as you were saying earlier, the, the two sides, having the opposite of it be easy is just another beautiful way of calling that in. Exactly. Exactly. And so to remember, it's not the end of the story. Like we, we get so caught up in like, what is being the evidence? It's like, how about we shift that and say, all of this is evidence for my success, right? My success is inevitable. So everything is evidence. So when these things are coming through, oh, it's just an opportunity for me to work on being kinder to myself, the internal dialogue, dialogue, right? And how much I'm not going to place so much energy on this reality in this moment means it won't happen. That's all BS. So the only way I feel that we can shift a belief system is repetition of just choosing a different belief, like choosing to believe all of this is here for me. And that doesn't mean this is here for me when I like it, but when I don't like it, it's not here for me. You know what I mean? Like we're so quick to like flip it. It's like, no, everything is here for me. So even those moments, like I said, walking into the party, I chose a different, I chose a new possibility. Right. So what, so if you think about it that way, I say this all the time, the how is none of my business. I know there's an infinite ways that the universe can bring this to me. So all I have to do is just be clear. And the only issue sometimes is not being clear. Like this is actually what I want. Mm -hmm. Why am I hiding behind the excuses of I can't get it before I even admit that I want it? Right. You know? So I had this epiphany the other day of like, what if I actually get what I really want? Like, let's just feel that out for a moment. What does that mean then? That means all the other times I was too afraid to even go near that because Mm. of the opposite of if I really wanted it that bad, then I'm in for rejection or it's not going to happen or so I can't want it that bad. I mean, there's also that conditioning going on, especially in our, our spiritual circles, you know, like you can't want it that bad. Wanting it is not, um, you know, like you're putting your energy around it, that that thing's it's like, there's a certain energy and excitement around wanting something that's not bad. It's just saying, yeah, that would be really nice, you know, and, and being okay with however it's going to manifest, whether it manifests tomorrow or never at all. It's just nice to claim something that I really want. And I think people are really scared to even say it because they're afraid of the disappointment. If I say, this is what I really want. What if I don't get it? That's Mm -hmm. too much. That's too much for people. And I'm just like, if you don't say it, how are you going to get it? (laughs) Right. Right. You don't claim a little bit of it. How are you going to like, you know, there's this whole, and I can go into a whole thing, but I won't, but relationships and people that are single, there's this whole like bandwagon around. I'm single and I'm empowered when you're of a certain age and you haven't been in a relationship, right. Or you're not married yet. And it's like, I'm in it for the nuance. Yes. I'm that. And I also want a relationship and I know I'm calling it in. And I know I'm working my way towards it. And that's a beautiful thing. And wow, like how cool to be in such a vulnerable, nuanced place around love. 
Because look at all the opportunities that I'm given in a day to practice it. It's not just about romantic love. It's every relationship, every relationship in my life. I'm getting to practice what it's like to show up in an authentic and vulnerable way. Like I would a partner. Do you see what I mean? Like, right. And it's not about the energy is not of lack or of desperation or needing the relationship for the validation. Mm -hmm. It's wanting it because you are in a place of worthiness Mm -hmm. and a place of having love to give. Yeah. And, and desiring the experience and the feeling of what it would be like. It's not that you need the thing. It's Mm -hmm. that you want the thing. Yeah. Right. That is, I think there is a lot of resistance around that and a lot of nuance in how to, and it can feel like, well, this is silly. It's like the same thing, but it's not the same thing. No. The energy around it is very different. The standing on the stage, because when all of those people are applauding you, then you're going to finally feel good about yourself. Right. It's not the same as standing on the stage because you are going to feel so good in your own skin because you are going to be that channel that you were talking about. And you are going to be there to be inspiring people. It's not so that you get the feeling back. It's so that you're pushing the feeling out. Exactly. Right. A hundred percent. So the feeling is, it's always already within us. Mm. That's number one. It is already within you. So it's kind of like, you know, there's this metaphor around artists or Michelangelo, like he literally already sees what the pile of clay is going to be. And he just chisels his way to it. Right. You're already that future version you that Mm -hmm. is your best self that is like rocking it killing it whatever you want to say you're it's already there it's just allowing that that version of you to show up and you have slices of it that's why I always say we already know we're just afraid we're afraid of that power it's 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 scary because then it's like oh I'm responsible for this life. I'm responsible right. for these choices. I can't just blame it and, and, and say, oh, I'm the victim of this. It's like, no, you can't. And that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people. When you own it, man, I'm telling you, you don't get worthiness by swimming around saying you're not worthy. Right. You don't get well, it I, by doing that. <laughs> I think another piece of it, of it is, and I've, I've said this myself and heard it from you know clients and friends, that the fear of when they get it that that means that something else is going ah. to happen that bad. That's yes. a very common one. Well, if I get this, then there's like this cosmic scorecard or balance sheet where something, the other, the other shoe, shoe is going to drop. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And it's like, well, then that's what you keep calling in, that you yep. can't have it all, that there is some sort of balance. And that's a place, and I wrote about this in my my last email about this, like spending time in that feeling of, well, I know something bad is going to happen. Or if I get this, then you're only calling that in. Then you're only looking for that because that's what you're giving the focus. And the truth is there are going to be bad things that happen. And for someone who has experienced trauma in their life, and I think that everybody has in varying degrees, some people more than others, certainly that, that becomes a place from which you view things that you've experienced the bad things. Of course, you are going to expect another bad thing to happen. 
Right. And that's something that we have to own and work through and say, I know that my initial response is to expect something bad to happen. That's mm-hmm. now how I have programmed myself. Right. And so what would it feel like and look like and be like if I just let the things unfold and didn't prepare for right. the worst thing to happen? And instead, quite the opposite, if I spend all this time and energy in joy, in gratitude, in love, with all of the good things that are happening, if the bad thing happens or when the bad thing happens, like I can't predict it. I can't prevent myself from feeling the pain of it by holding on to worry all the time. Right. When the the thing happens, it's going to happen. Yeah. And so that I think is a really interesting shift for people to start to play with and explore that how much joy am I pushing away mm-hmm. by feeling like I need to prepare mm-hmm. for the worst for, case scenario for the worst to happen. Well, it's interesting because when I hear you talk, and I'm just going to say this so I'm really clear, it's not that we have to get rid of every single negative thought. Right. So you can literally, we have to welcome our resistance and you Mm -hmm. can say, I am feeling tremendous amounts of self-doubt that this will happen. And I believe I can still get what I want. Right. It's both. And so you can be in a state of feeling like it's not going to happen. And yet you can say, even though I feel like it's not going to happen, I love and accept myself. And I know I can still get what I want because the universe is infinite and there's so many possibilities that I can't possibly know how the universe is going to magically, you know, put these things together for me. And isn't that exciting and thrilling to not know? I came here for the surprise. I came here to not know. I came here to be delighted by how the universe is so magical and how I can create my own reality. Like, that's what I came here for. This play, the sense of play. Like, I can't stress that enough. I think play and imagination and the ability to be a little bit like childlike in Mm -hmm. the way that we view things is really important because then we're not so locked, you know, like the way child's minds, like anything is possible for a child. Right. And so that's the kind of mentality you want to have and to welcome the resistance. It's always going to show up and it's beautiful because it helps you get clear um, what you're holding and also clear on what you want. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't know a lot of stuff that I was holding in my body until, first of all, well, this is another conversation, but I can't heal relationship wounds or whatever if I'm not in a relationship, but I can heal it through every relationship that I have in my life right now. So it's important to know that also if you're calling in money or you're calling in abundance or wealth or whatever, that where it's showing up in your world can correlate to what it is you're calling in. You know what I mean? So to be aware of that. Well, like I have a client right now who is in a relationship that's kind of new. And so everything is, but she just quit her job and she's starting this whole new chapter. So now everything is about what he's doing wrong and he's not this and he's not that. And I said, I gave her some journal prompts and, and I said, now how is he, like, like, let's get clear on the things that you really don't like about him. Well, he's lazy. He's not doing this. He's not motivated. He's not that. Mm-hmm. And like, and how is this being reflected in your life? Like, how can you apply it to your life? She's like, well, 
I have a lot of resistance on choosing what I want to do with my life. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's like exactly the same. And this annoying, you know, the way he's acting, but really it's her. It's in Mm -hmm. her as well. So we have to understand how the universe works, right? It is a mirror. So when this is really agitating you, let's get clear on what the essence of it is and where is it in our world showing up? Oh, it's showing up in career, So it's a great way to like avoid her stuff and just focus on what he's doing wrong, you know, but we do this all the time. So that's like one example. And so do you think that you can attract, call in, focus on multiple things at a time? Of course. I think we're doing it all the time. So you can say, I'm looking for, I want abundance. I want love. I want health. I want it all. I want it all, all the time. Because I feel like I've heard some teachers, you know, sort of be a little bit more like you focus on certain aspects and heal those things before you like move on to the next thing. And that's always felt very limiting to me. No. And also even just hearing you say that we don't, healing doesn't mean to fix. Like, let's get that clear. It does not Mm. mean to fix. It means restore back to balance period. So when you are feeling like overactive and like, why isn't this thing happening? Blah, 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 blah. You were like really out of balance in this one area of your life. That's it. So Mm -hmm. to heal it is to restore it back to balance. Okay. Let me focus on these other things that are working. You know, I've had a client who came to me and had a miscarriage and had, you know, failed IVF and wanted to get pregnant. I said, we're going to get off this topic completely. Like we cannot fix this thing or try to heal it from the same energy that created the problem. So we're going to get off this topic. We're going to move on to where are you not like shining your light? Like, where are you hiding in your life? Like, what is this really about? So we focused on every other element or area Mm. in her life. And then of course, by the end of it, she gets pregnant naturally, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not saying that's going to happen for everybody, but I sure as hell believe that we are not going to get anywhere if we keep beating this dead horse around it's not happening why isn't it happening I want to know and then calling all these like healers to heal right. us like we we're gonna spin around and circle and circle and circle and just go into that loop you know so it's like get off the topic know yourself enough to know when you have you got to get off the topic mm-hmm. you just got to. you just have to it's just like okay I can't see you know anymore around this so I have to let it go Right. And just move on, you know, and then also don't beat yourself up when, you know, you have another opportunity to work through this one issue that you thought you had healed. You know what I mean? Right. It's just another layer. It's like, we're just layer de-layering, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so when you look at that from the perspective of like to heal does not necessarily mean it goes away. It just means that it's, it's, I'm overactive in this one area. I need to come back to balance. And then also, when it does show up, oh, this is cool. Now I'm in a different place. Now I can see it differently, right? right. Then you have like a, a, a much higher insight or wisdom around it because we're always doing that. I mean, when I think about one thing and then three days later, I have a totally different view about it, you 100%. know, because so it's like, that's what's so beautiful about this journey. It's just like layered and, you know, fascinating and nuanced and it's, it's complicated and beautiful at the same time, you know? Absolutely. And I think the more that you get into it, the more quickly in a lot of ways that transformation happens, that you're seeing things and working through things and processing things and what used to take, you know, potentially a very long time to sort of dissect 
can all, you know, can happen much quicker, yeah. not always, but like, I always feel like that is also evidence of the growth yes. and the work that it's like, even in one writing session, I could start in one place yes. and end up someplace completely different. And it's just like, wow, it's really, it's fascinating. And one thing that was coming in to me earlier when you were talking about getting clear on what we want, I think one of the places that I have been stuck previously, and I hear people getting stuck, is if it's about something that they haven't seen before. Right. So it's something, it's a new idea. Mm-hmm. It's a new way of being. It's a new career. It's a new title. It's a new company. It's a new relationship, you know, dynamic or archetype or whatever it is. And I think because we often need outside evidence that it's can happen because we've seen somebody else do it or try for it or been successful at it, that that's a place where people can be like, well, why would I be the person that can figure this out? Nobody else seems to have done it. Or like even this idea that I got really clear on earlier, I don't know if this thing exists. I don't know if there's anybody else that does that, but to me, it felt like light my whole body on fire without question alignment that that's something that I can have and be and already am. But what guidance would you have for people that seem to keep getting caught in that loop of when they look for some sort of model of this thing that they want, they can't find it. And so therefore maybe it's not possible or maybe it's not right. How do you talk about all the innovators who there was no evidence that, you know, you could walk on the moon or there was a car or any, like, I don't believe you have to see somebody do it already. Mm -hmm. That's a belief. That's a limitation. I believe if you have the idea, if you were literally channeled the idea, then it's already done. Mm -hmm. It's yours. It's already done. Yeah. You wouldn't have had the download if it wasn't possible. Mm. So that should be, in my view, all you need. I don't, right. I mean, there was no Oprah before there was Oprah. Like you have to let go of this. I know there's teachings around like, oh, I need expanders to show me. I don't believe that because that's not how I operate. Mm-hmm. I was given an idea to step into fear for 40 days. You know, when I turned 40, I didn't. It was nobody's idea but mine. Maybe other people had did it, but I didn't look for who else was doing it. I just went on an instinct. So I don't believe that. I think that you have the idea. It's possible. Why do you think you were given to it? You know, and, and so many readings that I do when I do soul readings, I'll have downloads of whatever this person is doing. And they'll literally say to me, oh my God, I get the same visuals and the same. I said, well, then you're supposed to do it. You know, right. <laughs> so it's how like, much evidence do you need? Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's like that confirmation, like just having somebody else also receive it, especially it's like in their head. It's like mm-hmm. they, they're blown away, but it's not in their head. It's not in their head. It's in their energy field. Mm. It was literally dropped into them. So I'm just reading the energy and translating it. And so when they say that I receive those exact visuals, I say, exactly. What are you going to do with that? You know? Right. So, yeah. So I, I don't believe that. I think you, if you have the idea, it's already done. You were, your soul already was like, here you go. Blah. Right. And then it's just embodying. Yeah. 
what it is. Who is the person that does these things? How do and you're going to be, and you're going to be given clues. Like the universe right. is going to work with you. So the minute you say, okay, I want to do this, like pay attention to like what shows up in your Instagram feed, somebody mm-hmm. that you might need or who's call- I mean, I've been really on this kick of like, I'm not doing anything. People are just coming to me, you know? Mm. And, and so when you're in that alignment in that flow state, it's really beautiful because it really feels like you're in this dance with the universe and the universe just kind of like shows you, here you go. Here you go. Like, how much am I going to, are you going to freak out and try to make something happen? Or can you just let this go? Mm. And then the minute I let it go. And what I mean by let it go is letting go of the, I have to, right. I have to, right. When I just let go, literally I'll get a text or this or that. And I'm just like, Oh, there you go. Another evidence of like the universe really showing me like I'm always taken care of. Mm. So in terms of practices for people that are new to law of attraction, power of positive thinking, really, (laughs) really leaning into and fully believing that they have the power to create their own reality, because I know that is a big shift. I know that in many ways is sort of like the beginning of the journey. And like me, you can come back to it in a whole new way, five years later, 10 years later, you know, like you said, you're always finding another place on, on the spiraling journey. But what would you say are some easy, accessible tips for really bringing this idea into your life? We want to get clear on what it is we want and how to get clear on that is to focus for a second maybe on what you don't want. Like, is Mm -hmm. your current reality something you don't want, right? And why is that? What is it about the way you're living in your life that you don't like? And you want to pull the essence of it, right? So like I was telling my client around, you know, her relationship, like what is the essence of that annoys you? And it was like that he's not motivated, that he's, you know, so it's like we're focusing on those, those qualities, right? For, for somebody like I want more freedom in my day. I'm tired that every day feels like it's, you know, the same over and over again. Okay. Well then write that. So I know I don't want rigid, you know, schedules. I want freedom. I want, you know, so it's like, we want to create a list, right? Then when you get to that place where you feel pretty good about these are the things that I do want, then you can start to cultivate a practice of seeing where in your life you have it already yeah. because we don't realize we do or start to actively call that in. Like if it's you want some more free time for, let's say, playtime, mm-hmm. book a dance class or whatever you're into, right? Like that's part of what I do as a fearless coach is I help people not only take fearless action, but like do things that light them up, that they remember who they are. Like this was a passion of theirs and they totally abandoned it as a kid because they thought, oh, I can't make this as a career. Well, still, if you love it, do it because that's the energy that is creation. That is the energy that, that, that joy, that love, that lit up feeling, that is the energy where manifestation happens. And more than anything, it just feels so freaking good. Right. And why wouldn't we choose to feel good? Exactly. Exactly. So again, it's not like I'm going to do that thing so that I can be this amazing hip hop dancer, which maybe you will, but it's because I love the feeling. And when I'm in the class for an hour, I forget about everything. 
Right. And I'm, I'm just myself. And isn't that amazing? So adding more of that in your day, right. So that, you know, before you know it, you have cultivated already in your life, so many of the things that you want that you're only going to keep adding more because that's law of attraction at work, Mm. you know, and that includes relationships, right? Where are you hiding? If you want more authentic, you know, I hear this all the time. I want more friendships that, you know, I feel I can be myself with. Well, okay. Then like, where are you still holding on to old friends that aren't serving you where you can't be yourself? Right. That's a big, big part. So we got to let those things go. And that's painful as you know, and I, as I know, you know, and And it's scary, (laughs) but we have to be willing to do that in order you literally, you know, Joe Dispenza talks about this all the time. You really have to kind of change. You want to change your personal reality. You have to change your personality, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like you really have to become, um, really who you really are again, which is like an aspect of you. That's just kind of hidden, but it's really, we all kind of know that person. We already know who we are. That's why it feels bad when we're not being that version. Right. Well, that's how I always talk about that feeling of misalignment, which I think is, can be a challenge for people to verbalize, but it's that feeling of your inside, not matching your outside. That Uh is just, you know, frustrating, depressing, all, all the different feelings. And that's because what you want and who you know you are is not what you're seeing out there. It's not what other people yeah. are getting a chance to see. It's not what you're feeling safe or comfortable or, or choosing to share. And that does suck, for lack of a better word. Right. It just does. And that, yeah. but I, again, I feel like <clears throat> you have to seek out a language, you have to seek out teachings and principles and practices because for you know probably the majority of us like this was not taught along with reading and writing and (laughs) yeah I mean it should be but um and so again even that idea that like oh this is going to be work like yeah this is great work this is the work of our lives exactly but exactly all how you think about it how you approach it Right. And I will say that the, the feeling of the work, quote unquote, it gets easier and lighter mm-hmm. as you go along. And there are really, really high highs when you, like I said, are feeling like, wow, you know, the, the conversations are shifting around you that normally you felt like wouldn't, right? Like relationships that you didn't have to do anything to cultivate. You just did the inner work. And all of a sudden, I'm having, you know, having a connection with like, you know, your sibling or your parent in a new way. And it's like, oh, it's worth it. It's worth it for this, you know? So just to encourage people that it's, I know in the beginning it feels daunting, but I promise you, you're going to love the way you feel. You're going to love the way you feel, even though it gets hard, it gets even better. It gets better and better. Mm, And to let it in. Mm -hmm. I think that that is something I need to be reminded of. And even reworking certain things like this idea of like it being hard. Well, what if it wasn't hard? Mm-hmm. What if I let it be easy? Mm-hmm. What's already easy in my life? Like how right. do I approach things that are easy? What makes them easy? So why do I feel like this is hard? You know, and just like every day, all day is an opportunity for us to make those tweaks and make those yeah. those switches, which is really fun. And it is exciting. <laughs> and 
again, obviously not all day, every day is going to be sunshine and roses, but, but a lot more of the days can be. Yeah. And they are, they really are. And your bounce back really is what you'll notice is quicker. Mine Mm -hmm. is, you know, things that would normally take me out for days. It's like, Oh, and literally a few hours I'm, I'm better. Yes. You know, totally agree. That's what I always say. It's not that you like don't go into the Valley, but Uh that your time there is shorter. Yes. Yeah. And you're kinder and more compassionate. And then of course that leads to you being kinder and more compassionate to others because we never know what people are working through, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it may look on the outside, like you said, like they present themselves to having it all, but no, everybody's got, you know, I, I love this Brene Brown quote. Everybody has a story that can break your heart. Absolutely. So Absolutely. just being mindful and yeah. Yeah. And it's so much, it, it feels better to come from your heart. It feels yeah. better to be kinder, to be more empathetic, to be more understanding. Mm-hmm. And whether the other person receives it, whether the other person reacts and responds the way that you would hope that they would, that doesn't have to change. I tell it to my kids all the time. Like you act the way you want to act. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter that the other person, you know, is, is doing or not doing what you think that they should or supposed to do. Like you're, you stay, you keep acting the right way. That's what matters. Um, whether we have a power outage or not, we just keep going and I love it. And I'm so grateful for your time and your energy and your wisdom on all of this. Tell Thank you. everybody how they can find you and work with you and learn yeah. all about the fabulous Parisian life that you're living. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. It's always a pleasure. And I feel like it just flies by when we're talking, you know, it's so easy. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Charlene Light, and it's spelled C-H-A-R-L-E-N-E-L-I-T-E. You can find me on my website. You can join my mailing list. I have a beautiful retreat that I'm really excited about. It's going to be in the south of France, July 1st to the 8th. We're doing a whole, I rented a house. I have a private chef cooking for us. I'm also a yoga teacher, so I'll be teaching you yoga. And I'm doing two workshops on how to connect to your soul. Um, and we're doing excursions. I mean, it's just going to be amazing. Um, and then, you know, you can sign up for my email list to, to hear more about what I offer and I do coaching and soul readings and all that stuff. So the trip sounds amazing. It's so incredible. Like when you talk about manifestation and I can remember connecting with you, you know, early on and you had mentioned Paris and that you had, you know, and all the things and here you are living there. Mm-hmm. And now leading a retreat, which you love doing, combining uh-huh. all of your things from the country that which you live in. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It really, it really, really is. is. It's amazing. And it makes yeah. me so happy for you. And Aww. it really just makes my heart like bubble over Aww. that the work that you do and the intentions that you said and the love that you share with everybody is coming back to you like a million times. That makes me so happy. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it really is exciting. You know, it really is. I, you know, I was, it was a hard journey to get here, but again, I mean, I know we say we don't want to say hard, but hard in all the good ways, like it made it all worth it, you know, right? because I was in it 
every step of the way going, and I know the long game, I want to be here. So I'll do it. I'll keep doing it. I'll keep doing it. You know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. It was such an honor to be asked. Thank you. So good.